All right, everyone. Today we're going to be talking about. Um, so you want to be a badass, right? I think that's a cool topic, you know. And it's one of those things that people say. You know, it's kind of like my other saying is everybody wants to be a cowboy until it's time to do cowboy shit, like shovel the horse crap, you know, and do and do the 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 little things it takes behind the scenes, you know. And so when you think about that, what does that mean to you? That's the first thing you have to think about if you want to think about this is what does that mean to you, you know? And, you know, what's your measurements? What, what are you looking at? And, you know, it's always fascinating to me when I think about that, you know? And, uh, it's kind of like, do you want to be a real badass or a faux pas badass, a fake badass, you know? And there's a lot of those out there, right? Uh, I always think of karate teachers that, you know, they, 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 they got their students. And of course, in their class, they're the badass, they're the teacher. And then uh, they'll go to, they'll take their students to a tournament, but they won't compete. They won't step out and compete, you know, and at karate tournaments, generally, you know, they have different age groups and all that, you know, and I competed up till about 2000. I think the last time was 12, something like that. And, you know, and, and, and even then a lot of guys will go and compete, but they, they'll do this, the, the, the forms, which is like the pretty movements as I call, it, but it, it's cool or weapons, but they don't want to spar, right? They don't want to step out there and spar, right? Uh, which is just kind of interesting. I don't know why that is, right? Uh, you know, the last time I competed, they had the, uh, what I call the, um, the walker division, all the old guys put their walkers on the side and then, you know, hobbled out to the, to the mat to compete. But, you know, it was, it was just kind of interesting, you know, and I, I think I can understand some of the reasons, maybe the justifications, the, the things why people don't want to compete. Uh, and part of that is, you know, the first thing about being a badass, if you will, is are you willing to step up and do the things against people who will judge you on your on the final result? Not your motivation, not everything with it. And so, like if you're gonna spar, you win, you lose, whatever. How did you do in the match? You know, things like that. Um, so it's just it's just kind of interesting. But the first thing, you know, um, as we talk about is, you know, the first thing you have to do, and when you look at these, there's a lot of those people out there, and I'm gonna do this backwards. I'm gonna get to the top things we need, but I'm gonna start at the back, which is the number one thing when you look at people that talk about this, like David Goggins, um, uh, the late uh, Commander Martinko, I think I said his name right, um, and other people in different fields, but the first thing you have to do, you know, in reverse order is you have to uh, stop talking about it and start doing, you know, you have to just jump in and start taking some kind of action, right? Something, you know, uh, something, you know, the first step is worth a thousand planned steps. You've got to get in there and do something, right? People get stuck in the talking about it, the thinking about it, or the planning it. I always tell about you know, because it's happened to me a few times, people that want to start a practice and I'm talking to them about it 
when I used to do practice building, and I, I think that's going to be a class I'm going to offer, uh, is, you know, they're, they're, they're in research, they're getting the proper, you know, client management system, you know, this system, that system, but it's like, they're not seeing anybody, you know, back in the day, it would have been, you know, put an ad in the newspaper today, put something up on Facebook, start talk, start, stop talking, start doing something with it. Right. So that's one of the first things you have to do. The people that are considered, you know, badasses, if you will, uh, they're, they're action takers, right? You have to be willing to let, to let your past go. Right. One thing that stops people from going forward is they've never been able to do it in the past. Right. Whether it's, you know, starting your practice, getting yourself in shape, whatever it is that you're going to do, you know, just because you couldn't do it in the past doesn't mean you have to, you can't do it in the future. You know, your past is not, you know, the guide for your future. It's, it's your past. Right. So you have to be willing to let your past go. Right. And with that comes, you got to let go of the resentment from the past. Right. Um, Cause it weighs you down. You know, it's like fighting with a weight vest on it. It's going to slow you down, you know? Um, and then you have to take action in spite of being afraid, you know, uh, courage is, as people say, taking action in spite of your fear. You know, I like the saying, fear is temporary, regret is forever. You know, if you're afraid to do something now and you don't do it, the time keeps building and then you build in the regret, which lasts forever. You know, uh, I remember God, this a long time ago, a friend of mine, I was really getting into karate for the second time, probably. And one of my friends was there and he's like, wow, I, I want to, you know, I would take karate except, you know, I would probably be like 45 before I could get my black belt. I'm like, okay. And, and he goes, so I don't know. And I go, so if you don't take karate, you're still going to be 45 in, in, in the future, five years from now in the future, right? And he goes, yes. So, but then you'll be 45 with the regret of not least trying, right? And that's a nice mindset for me, you know, that, yeah, it's a little fearful about doing it, right? But you have to jump in and start taking action, right? And, and in spite of your fear. And one of the ways that helps do that is in, you know, in, this, in my groups, generally, the hypnosis, the NLP uh, uh, coaching groups, you know, we have a lot of techniques and tips and, and, and hacks, if you will, stuff like that. But I've found in my life, the numbers seem to be the same. It's the ability to actually get started that is the separator, you know? Because I think these numbers are the same. I haven't talked to anybody in a couple of years since COVID, but I, used, I talk to people that do hypnosis and NLP trainings, not just for me, but, you know, other organizations. And the numbers are, are, are surprising. When people get honest, surprisingly consistent. You know, if you have 10 people in like a basic hypnosis class where they want to become hypnotists, how many people a year later are actually doing it, right? Uh, 20% seems to be about the going rate. 
right? 20 to 30%. I'm not saying they don't like hypnosis. I'm not saying they don't keep studying it, but they haven't jumped in and started doing it for what the way they want it, right? So you have to be able to take that action in spite of fear, right? And one of the best ways to do that is by, you know, add in some kind of uh, practice that works for you that gives you that inner motivation, right? Do you want to call it a spiritual practice, a, a, a meditation practice, a motivational practice, something that works to you that connect with who you are? So if you, you know, if you stop talking, start doing, you begin to let go of your past, you start taking action, and what keeps you going in action is finding that center, if you will, right? Uh, and then you have to realize you have to invest in yourself, right? Invest in yourself first. I love the thing. I think I got it from a, I don't know, some kind of sales training, motivational training or MLM training, something like that. But they said, you know, if you use your wallet to invest in your mind and your beliefs, your beliefs and your mind will fill your wallet. It's not the other way around, right? So you have to invest in yourself first. Take the take take classes, uh, read read or and or now listen to books. Um, you know, reach outside of your comfort zone and excuse me and take classes, take motivation, anything that can do that. That's investing in yourself, right? Um, people underestimate what the top performers do to invest in themselves and they overestimate the the action that they're doing to get there you know so they overestimate the steps they've taken but they underestimate the steps that those high performers have done to get there right what did those people risk to to get to that point what have they done to do that right and they you know, I mean, you're David Goggins, if you read his book or listened to his audios, you know, he does talk about all the research and all the stuff he did, like when he was trying to break the chin up record. And, you know, uh, he went and, you know, he had to invest his time, effort and some money into doing the things that he needed to do. Right. So he did that first. And then, of course, what he did eventually began to pay off. Right. So. First, you have to invest, you know, that's one of the things you have to do is pick where you're going to invest in yourself. And with that, the other big one is you have to choose your influences. Who are you going to have to influence you? You know, I will, I'm taking the gloves off about our field of hypnosis and NLP and coaching. 90% uh, of those, the, the people out there do it, you know, offering a lot of the classes and this and that. You know, I, I, that's what I forgot. I was going to bring my, I've got a bull head, you know, it's like a plastic bull head that, that you put on a post if you're going to practice roping. Yes, you know, it's craziness, but uh, we have one of those, right? And I was going to hold the bull head up and go, most of it is like this thing here. It's bull, right? You know, and so who are you going to choose to influence you? People that have actually done it and are still doing it? And are pushing themselves to do it or people that did it in the past and you know maybe not doing it now people that just sell you the dream you know if you take this this whatever this protocol is your first client will pay you back right but then they don't tell you how to go get that first client you know uh or if you take this protocol your first yeah you know, this first 
session you do with people with this protocol will pay you X amount of money. Great. How do you market it? How do you get it out there, right? Do you have such a overflow in your own life that you're going to, or, you know, like leads and stuff that you're going to, you know, uh, pass it out, right? The internet is full of everybody getting out of their Ferrari or their limo and getting on their private jet, you know, living the laptop lifestyle, you know, and they've made so much money doing this that now they're going to, you know, they're offering you this, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. But, you know, it's like, that's just kind of interesting. It's flashy. It gets your attention, you know, but the thing I've noticed is people I know that are very wealthy, uh, they don't put the markers of wealth up there. I'm pretty sure if you looked at like the Forbes 100 of the richest people, they're not putting the videos up there of their private jet and their limos and their, and their yachts, you know, first of all, you know, we've got a security expert, you know, in, in, in the call is, uh, you know, uh, that can make you a target, you know, for, for bad actors, if you will, right? Uh, and they don't, they don't have to show you their private jet, you know? In our world, the one guy I think of is, is Tony Robbins. He, does, he doesn't show you getting on his private planes, you know, his one big old house over there on the other coast of Florida is placed in, uh, I think he's got a big place in, Australia, uh, used to have a place in Hawaii, uh, you know, moved out of California for the taxes. But anyway, he doesn't have to show you that, right? Um, so who is your influences, you know, and what are they doing, you know? Uh, and that's, do some research on this, right? So invest in yourself. So, you know, again, quick recap, you <clears throat> stopped excuse me, stop talking, start doing, let go of your fast, past, realize it's not a marker for your future. In fact, the really cool people we like to follow have bad pasts, right? That they were overcome. Of course, in the internet marketing world, everybody was homeless or living under a bridge or living in their car. Uh, Cause that's a, you know, it, what do they say? It's a why that makes you cry. This is why I do what I do. Uh, but so you let go of your past, you find a spiritual or motivational training that gives you the ability to take action in spite of fear, to go through your fear to get to your goal. Then you begin to invest in yourself, to realize you have to invest your time. And you're all here, so I thank you very much. You're investing your time, your effort, and your money. And actually, it's in that, it's in that order that's the most important. I'm, the time you're going to put in, the effort you're going to put in, money is the last thing, right? Because if you, you know, use your wallet to build your mind and your beliefs and your inner character, then those things will build your wallet, right? And then you got to choose your influences and the people that's going to influence you. You know, I love the saying that common people uh, only want to be around other common people, right? And they will shoot down the people that are trying to get out of that, that mediocrity, that, 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 that not, you know, it's the, they're stuck. And when other people try to start getting out, they'll pull you down, right? Uh, so you have to be willing to, you know, people are going to have influence you uh, to invest, uh, you know, in that way. Listen, and part of that, 
part of the underneath it is with, you know, who's going to influence you would be this step would be part B, and I'm not keeping track of the numbers right now, is the influencers are going to be the people you should listen to. So really, you begin to screen out the people that are talking to you or trying to influence you that don't have what you want, right? And so you start like, okay, they got what I want. I'm going to listen to them, right? In a cold way, this one happened to me the other day. I was at the health club. I was doing some exercise. And some guy says, because I was doing it the way this, I paid for this pretty expensive uh, physical training program. And the, I'm doing how the guy said, do it. And this guy comes over. Let me show you how to do that right. You know, and I'm like, I'm polite. So I'm like, oh, cool. So he's showing me. And, uh, and I could understand intellectually what he was talking about. But my first response is, I don't want to look like you. You know, that nothing personal. It's like, you know, it's no, you know, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm I'm listening to the people that they have what I want, right? So that's choosing your influences. Um, and to do that, you really have to stop worrying about what other people think of you. Right? It's easier said than done. You know, the biggest fear, we talk about what's the biggest fear? Fear of failure, fear of success, no, it, it, fear of rejection. With, and I think it's the fear of rejection and what other people are going to think of you. And again, sometimes, you know, why, to use an analogy I heard once, it's like, why am I listening to the people telling me things who I would never want to take advice from? You know? The old, I, I'm not going to take advice from a uh, financial person who's driving a 20-year-old car and living, you know, in a van down by the river, unless it's one of those $100,000 vans. Uh, but, you know, it's like, so you have to stop worrying about what other people think of you, because usually the people that are most vocal are the ones that are trying to hold you back, right? And you have to begin to really only let the feedback from the people that you want to be like help you, right? So those, those are some things. But here's the top couple things. You got to have the right mindset and attitude. I mean, underneath that, those are some building blocks, right? But to get it all going, you got to have the kind of right mindset and attitude if you want to be a badass, or a super performer, or whatever it is. First of all, you have to have the, you have to know your correct starting point. Where are you right now, right? Honestly, this is the hard part, you know? Honestly, where are you right now, right? When you, you know, when you blow away the fluff, where are you right now, right? And then you have to look at optimizing where you're at. And what I mean by that is we have a tendency to look at the maximum performers. You know, the people that can, I'll use getting in shape, right? Some like, you know, fitness model, um, you know, The Rock, excuse me, you know, David Goggins, people like that. Great. That's the max, right? Which is okay, but where are you right now? That could be a big jump. So you have to optimize where you're at. So if I'm at down here, you know, um, 
And then you got models, they can motivate you and they can get you going. These are people you're gonna let influence you. But if you're honest with yourself of where you are, and then you can begin to lay out the steps to get to where you wanna be with, in the correct way, right? But unfortunately we like, we judge our insides by their outsides, number one. And secondly, we're judging where they are now from our starting point, you know? If you haven't worked out in two years because of COVID and you've been locked in your house, you know, um, not doing much of anything. And now you say, I'm going to get in shape. And you're going to say, I want to look, if you're a guy and say, I want to look like the rock. Well, he's looked that way since high school, ladies and gentlemen. Right? He's never not been in that kind of shape. I mean, he was an all-state football or wherever he was from football player, went to the University of Miami as a football player, and then became a professional. And his dad was a professional wrestler. So that whole lifestyle was around him forever, right? Where he is right now isn't a big leap from where he was 25 years ago. You know, if you go back and look at like, what was his first movie? Scorpion or something like that. And it's like, you know, whatever, yeah, that. So you have to optimize where you are. And, what you, and then when you get that, and this is where if you have a mentor or somebody helping you, they can help you be a little bit honest with it, right? And, it's, and that helps get you the right mindset and attitude, right? And then always remember, consistency is more important than intensity. Working out hard today is great. But if you don't work out for the next 30 days, you know, come on, it, it's, yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the consistency of doing the things you need to do to get to where you want to be will outweigh the motivational uh, intensity burst that you may get, right? And again, we've all had that. You listen to a really motivational, you go to a seminar, you go to a training, uh, you watch something motivational and you're like, yes, Yes, you know, I, I call it the Zig Ziglar kick-ass take names that 24 hours later, you're like, what the hell was that? Check up from the neck up, you know, an attitude adjustment that, but it's, you know, the motivation wanes, right? Uh, so then you have to realize also, so it's that mindset, where are you at now, you know? And then what's the realistic goal to get there? And don't jump to the maximization, you know? And again, this is what we see in the internet marketing world and the coaching world. The guys will show you how to do all this stuff. Well, the maximization, maybe if you could get there would be the private jet and the limo and all that good stuff. But that's a big jump, you know? That, I would think it's a big jump from, you know, from where you are to that, not, you know? And so... And again, those guys, usually at the top, when you look at them, they're consistent. The Rock is in great shape, you know? And my friend Zach has worked on, see, worked on two or three movies with The Rock, uh, Baywatch and one of the Fast and Furious. And every morning at 4.30, The Rock was in, they had brought in a trailer that had workout equipment, right? And he would work out before he did the full day on the set. Those things can be tiring, right? Um, that's why he looks like The Rock, you know, uh, or you know, whatever. Um, 
So, and it's that consistency. So then when you're looking at optimization where you are to where you wanna be, what are the honestly the things you can do consistently? Maybe it's, you know, the 10 minute workout, you know, you do a Tybo workout every day, 20 minute Tybo. What is this, you know, so it's consistency. And then lastly, you know, think about what those, you know, we, the other day when we did our uh, vision board, you know, and, and you're putting things on your vision board, you know, you have to think about why do you want these things? What would getting that do for you, right? So what would getting whatever it is that you're going for, well, what's the why behind it? Why do you want it and what would it do for you? Which will help give you the, the thing you need, you know, to get to where you want in a realistic way, you know, in a realistic way. You know, maybe you don't want to look like a fitness model, but you want to be height, weight, proportionate and have some energy and flexibility. Okay. Well, you can still have those goal models of those people that are up there doing that fancy, good, really cool stuff. But it's like, you know, what are you going to do to get there? Right. And then again, realize that and underneath it all, the truly cutting edge people, if you want to call them badasses, they do fall back to that. They can't let what other people think about them affect them, right? Yeah, and, and it's a different mindset. It's a different mindset. And it's again, it's who, it's who you're gonna have influence you. you know? And if you get the right group around you, which, which, which can be rare, <laughs> that will motivate you that will encourage you to take those risks, right? To try this, to try that, you know? Um, you know, cause most people are dream destroyers, not dream builders, you know? And so you wanna surround yourself with those dream supporters, those people that will help push you right? in, in the right way. So those are just some ideas, right? So again, if you want to be, if you want to call out a badass or, you know, whatever it is, well, you got to do some things. So what's some things you can do to push yourself underneath it? The people that are up there, they do things to really put, push themselves. Now, you don't have to do a David Goggins and try to go out and run a marathon when you haven't run one yet, right? Or run 100 miles in the desert, you know, and then wonder why he's like in the hospital, right? But what... Maybe you could do the 20-minute workout three days a week. Maybe you could reach in and do something out of the ordinary that you've never done before, right? And, and, you know, and again, it's those small, consistent steps to get there, you know? So that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a couple of different things this year to challenge myself and to uh, 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 do some things, do different kind of classes. Um, I've been taking different classes, reading different books and doing different things. So it's, it's going to be fun, right? Um, challenging, challenging. And with that, of course, it's scary, right? And I'm a firm believer is once, once you decide to do it, let people know and let people know that'll ask you, how's that going? <laughs> right? 
So then you're like, am I doing it or was it just, you know, talk, talk, right? Um, so I was going to say something else. But anyway, so that's what I'm doing, having some fun with this uh, and pushing it. So if you want to get to that, who's your goal? Who's your model? Who is going to have influence you? Uh, and what's some consistent steps you can take to get there? What can you do to screen out those people around you that may be not helping you get to that goal? And that one, again, I, I can't underscore that one enough. That one can be kind of scary because those might be friend, close friends and family members that you may not want to kick out of every aspect of your life, but you have to be able to screen out what they, what they say, you know? And I think a lot of us can relate to that. If, you're, if you've already stepped out and took hypnosis and NLP trainings and you're trying to do that, how many of your friends thought that was batshit crazy? You know, right? Dr. John and I can, well, where I was from in Indiana, but he lived up there for a while, could relate to, why would you want to do that? You could work in the steel mill and make six figures. And that was back in the 80s, right? Right? Why would you want to go and do this, this, and this, right? Well, it was different. I didn't need those people around me. And I have those people in my circle. God love them. Right. So anyway, that's uh, what I wanted to talk about today. Let me stop the recording.